because God's original command to multiply the generations that love Him and walk with Him, that command still stands today, first in our homes as parents, then in our churches as brothers and sisters in the Lord, then in the streets of our communities where children are living and dying in the dark corners and alleys, following the generations of darkness that have gone before them, and never hearing that they too were made in the image of God and can be filled with the light of the world and be free from the generations of darkness. This is our command and it's our original and pervasive purpose. Welcome to the I Will Be Your Church podcast, Virtual Sanctuary. Be strengthened today with the truth of God's love so that you can say to your families, your friends, your co-workers, and your social media worlds, I will be your church. Your host for today's episode is Joanna Church. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your forehead as reminders. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Today I'm going to talk about purpose. Not the kind of purpose that tells us what job to take, what career path to choose, what school to go to, or what person to marry. But we're going to talk about the deeper, more spiritual purpose that God commanded into our very DNA from the moment of mankind's creation. It is a purpose that our enemy and the world's systems have been trying to derail and corrupt since the very first man and woman walked with God. It is a purpose that required sacrifices and faith and ultimately a savior to restore. It is a purpose that permeates both the Old and the New Testaments as read from the scriptures. It is first talked about in Genesis chapter 1 and it is spoken of in the final chapters of Revelations. This purpose is the backbone of everything we do as followers of the Most High God, and it is the first commandment ever given to His children. Let's read it. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. So God created human beings in His own image. In the image of God, He created them, Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and govern it. Our unique purpose, the purpose that was infused into our DNA by the very creative word of God, is to be people who are living in the image of God, who are fruitful and multiply other people who are made in the image of God. Our purpose is to raise up generation after generation of children made 
in the image of God. So what is the image of God? What does that even look like? What is it that we are supposed to be multiplying? He is multifaceted. He is creative, powerful, clever, full of wisdom, exciting, loving, brave, self-sacrificing. He is healer. He is righteousness. He is a covering, a shield, a provider. He is joyful, faithful, good, and kind, and trustworthy. He uses his words to create and to connect. If your spirit has been made alive again by the power of the Holy Spirit through faith in Jesus and his life, death, and resurrection, then sitting right here, right now, listening to these words, you have been reborn spiritually in the image of God. From the very spirit of God, you have been born from above. Jesus even took this one step farther and said, you have been made one with the Heavenly Father. That means that you are multifaceted. You are creative, powerful, clever, full of wisdom, exciting, loving, brave, self-sacrificing. You can share healing and righteousness with people. You can be a covering for them, a shield, a provider. You are joyful, faithful, good, and kind, and trustworthy. You can use your words to create and to connect, to be fruitful, and to multiply. The original children walked in this oneness until it was stripped of them through sin and deception. But Jesus has restored this amazing relationship with God, bringing us into oneness with him again. If some of these themes sound familiar, it's because this is a recap of many of the episodes that we have had over this past month. Tie it all together and let's pause for a minute and meditate on that oneness that we now have with God. Connect with that truth. You are made in his image and you were commanded to multiply that image. Right now, your spirit is alive and humming with the power and oneness of God. Close your eyes and sit with that truth. While you are sitting in this world made up of time and space and matter, your spirit man is existing in the dimension of eternity outside of time and space and matter, full of God and complete in his image, full of creation and power and love. The anointing that created the universe that spoke solar systems into existence, that parted the seas, healed the sick, raised the dead, is inside of you and one with you right now. How incredible is that? We exist right now in multiple dimensions, one spirit with the eternal creator made in his image. So why is it important for us to believe and to walk in this spiritual reality? Because from the beginning of mankind's existence, God has called us to a divine purpose of multiplying people who are made in his image, creating a family of God. 
Jesus put it another way when he said, go out and make disciples, make followers of me. Paul said, be ambassadors of God, plead with people to be reconciled with God and made one with him again. As Jesus said, you are the light of the world. You are to be giving light to everyone in your household. Take a moment this week and look around at the children and teenagers and young people in the sphere of your life. Then look at the young men and women, the young couples, young parents. Now look at the elders. This is your household. These are your generations that are desperate to be told that they too can be born into the image of God, that they too can be filled with the light of the world. Our young people and our new believers, regardless of age, need to hear that they don't belong in the dark corners of this world. Looking out the doors of our houses and our churches into our communities and the cities we call home, these are our households as well. These places we live, where we make our home, these are our households. The young people of our communities need to hear that they too can be full of God's light, His power, His goodness, and His strength. The generations need to hear that they are here on this planet for the purpose of being made and then walking in the image of God, and that they can share that image and multiply it in others through the Holy Spirit. We see how the world is trying to multiply our young people in the image of man, in the image of this world, dark, self-centered, immoral, We see it in our TV shows, our movies, our games, our social media, politics, some churches, and even gangs trying to mold our young people, our household, into their image. This is our household, our generations. We, the church, are supposed to be covering our generations and filling them with the light of the image of God and multiplying them into his family. If young people weren't desperate to be part of a family and feel like they are one with something greater than themselves, there would be no gangs. They are literally dying to hear that they have purpose greater than themselves, that they belong to a household, and that they will be cared for in that household, that they would be welcomed into that household, that they would be mentored by that household. Well, the world and the gangs are welcoming them in. Are you? During baby dedications and when new believers are baptized, we the church stand with them and say, we will support the new baby or the new believer, that we will teach them, train them, disciple them, because they are our generations, our household. But are we doing that? Are we fulfilling the vow that we make at these ceremonies? Do we even know the names of the children and teens or the new believers in our congregation, in our communities? Do we actively seek them out to share our light with them and to speak the image of God into their hearts? Are we teaching them, training them, guiding them, clothing them, mentoring them, caring for them? If we don't even know their names, how can we fulfill these ceremonial vows we have made? 
What about new believers of any age in our church and our communities? Are we discipling them? Are we teaching them? Are we walking with them through the challenges of their lives? Because God's original command to multiply the generations that love Him and walk with Him, that command still stands today, first in our homes as parents, then in our churches as brothers and sisters in the Lord, then in the streets of our communities where children are living and dying in the dark corners and alleys, following the generations of darkness that have gone before them, and never hearing that they too were made in the image of God and can be filled with the light of the world and be free from the generations of darkness. This is our command and it's our original and pervasive purpose. Whatever your earthly job may be, military, mom or dad, cashier, janitor, retired person, student. Yes, even you young people and students, you have a deeper purpose than just those titles. If you are a retired person, you still have purpose, amazing purpose. You are still responsible to speak of God's awesome power and love to the generations after you. If you are in your middle ages, you are responsible to the generations before you and after you. Young people, teenagers, even you are called to let your light shine to the children younger than you and to the peers around you and to speak to them of God. Your friends at school, they need to hear that they do not need to live in darkness, but that they were created in the image of an almighty God and they can be filled with his awesomeness. Each person listening today who has been born of the seed of God, filled with his light and his power by being united with him through his spirit in order to be fruitful and to multiply and raise up the younger generations as followers of the Most High God who have been made in his image. And if you are listening today and you want to come out of the dark places of this world, If you want to know what it feels like to be born from above by the Spirit of your Creator and Heavenly Father, if you want to know what it means to be washed clean from the dirt of this world and the sin that weighs our lives down, and what it means to walk in unity with God, then the choice is yours today. Jesus said to those who wanted to be born of the Spirit that He is the way, the truth, and He is the life. Simply choose Him today. Call out from your inner being to a Heavenly Father who wants to fill you with His light and His love and His forgiveness, and then let His Spirit come and wash you clean. Let Him flood you with His grace and mercy, and then let that light shine out of you and find your purpose in Him to walk this world as a man or woman of God who is one with Him, who is made in His image, who is fruitful, and who multiplies. Psalm 78, 4 We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord about his power and his mighty wonders. I speak the blessing of God over your life today. 
May your eyes be open to see his hand at work in your life. May your ears be open to hear his voice whispering his love to your heart. May your hands find the good works he has created you to accomplish. And may your lips speak words of life to the people you encounter today. Go be the church to your world. If you feel blessed by the I Will Be Your Church podcast, please subscribe so you never miss a day. And then share it with your friends. Check out our website, IWillBeYourChurch.com to learn more about us, check out Ben's blog, connect with us on social media, and become part of this church family movement.